0: This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in East Clare this week. Killaloo Sailing Club recently opened their new facility on Loch Derg near Two Mile Gate. Jennifer McConnell went to the opening for Scarif Bay Community Radio and met up with many of the officers and members there.
1: And I'm here today at the Killaloo Sailing Club launch of their clubhouse. So we're here with Jim Ryan who we spoke with last week so jim that's great. congratulations tell me yeah. how did everything go
2: so far it went well the day the day was wet but uh didn't damp the spirits and we've had a, a great time and uh plenty of our members and former members came came to uh, be part of the occasion so we're delighted with the, the new facility and we're hoping that the local community will come down and join us maybe or at least try sailing one of the tourist evenings in the month of may so you will be very welcome um no. and what
1: do they have to have to to
2: take part? They don't bring just bring come down with you know swimming gear and stuff, with wetsuits mm. and buoyancy heads and we've we've training boats we can take them out to Spain if they want to try it. Okay, that's and great. There's, there's, no, uh, there's no there's no there's uh, no compulsion. They don't have to do it but come down if they're curious I actually about it, see come and have a look.
1: Well, we see there's a few people that were out on, on the water already. I saw a few uh, sailboats out there. Yeah,
2: we've had a tri sailing session yeah. today, so some people took it out, took it on, and, and, and had a go. But uh, winds are light, so it's ideal for it. Yeah, nice.
3: That's yeah. great. Hi, how are you? I'm councillor Phil Bolger really from brilliant. the Tipperary side. So well, we were, welcome along. Well, how are we are we involved in the funding for, for the, the project. That's great. Yeah. And how have you enjoyed the experience so far? Well, it's been brilliant. You know, I know Jim a long time. You know, I suppose from his days in UL, when Yeah. He used to bring out uh, when you're sailing out of the other the UL Activity Centre. So I suppose uh, yes, I know Jim a long time. So when he asked me to help out with the leader funding here, I was glad to help. Excellent. And are you an avid sailor yourself? I did just some sailing and no. my job I went up with, yes, it took me sailing once from, from Ballonau all the way to Terry Glass. Oh wow. And we nearly, nearly got turned over at Cowper's Point. Okay. But anyway, we got But through. you survived and lived we to tell survived. the tale. We did, it was a great day. It was a great day, yes. that's yes. great. It's a great turnout. It is a great it's a great facility for the area. And for our youngsters, for the for the pupils. You know, we have five hundred primary school in primary school children in Ballina. one hundred and fifteen. hundred <laughs> and fifty in Boa, probably the same at the Killaloo side I and mean, we bought the Six hundred nearly in Ballina, right? Yeah, so hopefully get the Ty program. Yeah, you know? yeah, and yeah. We used to do that years ago. The Tys would do, you know, on a Friday would do a taster of sailing, a taster of this. Ah, fantastic! And right yeah. on the doorstep now. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. like no better yeah. setting.
2: Correct. There was, there was a we had a situation where the the St. James in Killaloon wanted to do a session here but we didn't have a shower yeah. for them and, uh, they, and they, they went elsewhere and that was understandable but now yeah. we're in a position to offer yeah. uh, you know those kinds of TMI Great. sessions. Yeah. So
1: what kind of facilities do you have now at the new clubhouse?
2: Well we have the, the changing rooms six meter by six meter ladies and gents changing rooms and you know toilets and a lovely deck there for yeah, a viewing a deck and, yeah. and there's a common room for for meetings and for training sessions and stuff. Right and you know, so
1: oh, what's your current membership at the moment?
2: We've uh, seventy with fifty some fifty odd families, yeah. fifty two wow. families. Okay. And that could be mum and dad and maybe two kids yeah. or three kids. Um and we have about twenty five to thirty individual members. Brilliant. But well, we hope to, to increase that now because with the And do you have a maximum
3: list. capacity now?
2: We don't really, you know, um
1: if you have all the not, not everybody, the crowds thronging in now. <laughs> well not everybody
2: comes, you know, will arrive here at the same time. Yeah, sail on the Tuesday, maybe everybody sail on a Thursday or a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's plenty of room for anybody who's interested.
1: And is there a particular sa- sailing season?
2: Uh, from early April till the end of October, that's the okay. season. So, so there's
1: plenty of time to actually get involved.
2: Plenty of time to get involved and it's gorgeous here in the summer, plenty of wildlife around. Hill, and it's it's so natural and beautiful scenery. Oh, it is gorgeous. It's, gorgeous yeah. also, it's
1: one of the highlights of East Clare for sure. It is, around yeah, here. It yeah. It's yeah. So do you want to introduce me to a couple of other people here? Can Thank you very it. much for your time. Are you avid sailors yourselves, gents?
4: Well, no, not really. No, no. The really... deepest water I was in now lately was
5: either the swimming pool or the bat.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> now you have the opportunity to get involved.
5: It's, it's a fantastic amenity. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. We have a lot of people as well from Limerick. I, I represent Limerick out here. But it's, uh, it's sailing is something I haven't partaken yeah. in but I can see the huge advantages and the fact that here on the lake you can sail at any time. Absolutely, yeah. That's no, the green secret. Yeah. So yeah. When you look at this phenomenal facility behind us, yeah. it's a really a tribute to the club here yeah, it really and is. to Jim and everyone else involved. But I think as well, Karen, from your point of view, and, and in
4: fairness to the government, put the, the, the process in place, the leader development, the, the mm. leader yep. funding, yeah. and, and the fund that, I suppose, Jim, that she got into was a joint fund between Tipperary it and, and Clare. And you, know what, and you were crucial. able to access that. Yeah. Mm, that
2: was crucial to the yeah, success yeah, yeah, of the yeah. project.
4: And, and I think the environment was created whereby a community can benefit from exactly. that. And I think that's key for, for us as councillors, yes, that absolutely. from the top, from yeah, the absolutely. minister yeah. down, yeah. Uh, we can talk and, and you can put this, the, 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 the process in place, if, wanted, if that yeah. makes we, sense. We to come
5: out here today to see... Yeah. I suppose this is on the ground cool. how no, money is being spent? Yeah, yeah uh,
4: absolutely. It's being spent. This is real yeah. value. And, and, and you couldn't but say that this is the correct way to do it. Yeah, it is. yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's you it's give the right people. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's yeah. kind of
3: novel that two counties would come together and mm. fund a project. But that is actually a new way of thinking. You know, yeah. you know. We want to think about that, you know, Green. Two counties that are close, like Clare and and like, Kilo and Balland, you know, two counties, Clear to Leitrim. In an area like that, that's that's a new way of thinking. Actually, those applications are actually getting a higher a higher standard. Yes, because we want both communities. Like all the children, the primary school children go to secondary school in, in Killaloo. Yeah, do you understand? Yeah, sure. So we want this, you know, uh, you know, this this, this, you know, this cross border, or cross, yeah. you know, cross county okay, interaction. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. By the way, there's a mention
5: in us tomorrow. Oh, you can forget about cross border. i
3: was going to say. time. Exactly Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, no, Tony, I'll be in Tullis
5: tomorrow. Actually, nothing to right? Yeah. Well, at de- definitely the time of year now. If it was later in the year, I'd say there wouldn't be much across
1: county now. Forget about now. the border cooperation tomorrow, right? I'll just take that bit out of the recording there. Yeah. Right. Anyway, thank you so much Thanks for your time. Thank right, to me, okay. Thank you, Thank you. John Callanan K- uh, and Jim Ryan from the Development Committee here in Killaloo Sailing Club. So, tell us, how are you feeling now that the actual launch has happened the building is here
5: we're delighted uh, yeah. it's been a long twisty road to get to where we are now um jim and the development committee over the last three years have managed the project extremely well um and it's we're very happy with what we have and it's as we said earlier it's going to be a beacon for sailing in the area uh, and we're delighted with it and we've built it so hopefully They'll come. They
3: will come, yes, absolutely. Judging by the crowds here today, you won't have any trouble attracting people, John, I don't think. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Family groups. Yeah, that's
5: what, and that's part of our policy is, is that we're family-friendly sailing and it's in our, it's in our, uh, it's in our sort of ethos. Um, And that's what we've been doing for the last 10 years, building up the numbers and, you know, hence we needed to have a building with hot and running,
6: Water, water, yeah.
5: water and electricity, which we've never had before, wow. um, which is great and it's marvellous.
1: And what's your own background in sailing? When did you start?
5: Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, 1979, to be exact. Um,
1: and what got you into sailing? Was it a family
5: a no, hobby? or No, it was by default. Um, I did a lot of sailing uh, in my youth. I was a member of Killaloo Sailing Club when I was down the lake um, where the Old Scout Centre was um and rejoined about 15 years ago i say um and i did a lot of rowing in my youth it was rowing or sailing okay um and i've been sailing all my life really on and off so um and it's great to be back and see this and mm. see so many people here today um and it's been a tremendous effort team effort yeah um you know people minded in the finance uh jim minding the engineers and the builders uh, and so on and it's been a real team effort and there's a great vibe in the club and has been for the last couple of years mm. and we have a very dynamic sort of group yeah, yeah, that are here uh, and wonderful skills within the group um, ex-people that bank managers and all sorts of people that are yeah, here I think, I think you know,
2: as you say like there were, there were people who were mem- members here when they were kids yeah, and they came out you know, having, a, having a curious look at what's happening now and you know felt the atmosphere of a lovely, warm, sociable sort of club and got back into it again. Yeah. And um, one of those members uh, is Frank Larkin, who was a member when the club was founded in 1963. And he's back sailing a laser dinghy and racing Still. out there competitively every that's amazing. Tuesday evening. So
1: yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. And so, Jim, now that it's here, the launch is done, are you actually yeah. going to allow yourself time to relax, or are you going to no. be straight out I'll, sailing? I'll be
2: out there on Tuesday <laughs> evening, every evening, every Tuesday evening, racing against John here, and anybody else, like we'd have these 20 odd boats, yeah. twenty-two or twenty-three boats out on, on a racing session out there. Um, and so, how
1: competitive is it? Like, obviously, you can't say to one of your guests that nothing, you're going to beat them, it's but, stuff, <laughs> like it's,
2: it's, no, it's it's everybody for themselves yeah, out there. Like, yeah. it's uh, it's a, it's a sport; it's competitive sport, so that's understandable. But like, we're we're all best friends; when we get back to them. Yeah.
1: And is there a league as such? So, like, if you're doing
2: yeah.
1: com- competitions here on a Tuesday, are there points? Yes, yeah, actually, build yeah, them up. Yeah, okay,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, we've run like at the moment. There's an April series running. And the the points you win over the over the four weeks of April uh, are put together for the, your final result at the end of the day. So you know it's it's like golf. You're the yeah. lower points, the lowest points win. Okay. So if you're first, you get one point. If you're tenth, you get ten. So yeah, if you keep getting tens, you're not going to win anything. So, yeah. But it is competitive and it's okay. great fun. Nice. So. Are there
3: like classes of um, yes groups within the yeah. There's different situation?
5: classes. So the fireball class would be a very active class. We have we have a huge laser class here which is single handlers. Um and we then have more modern boats which would be the RS classes um, so you'd have you know uh, technology ranging from the 80s to right now uh, state of the art technology here but it's based on they're all different handicaps so it's, it's it's a little bit complex but it gives everybody a fair mm, playing yeah. pitch yeah. To, if you if you get me
1: And in uh, terms of sorry like theory so I, I'm involved with scuba diving so there is elements of you have to have certain elements of theory before correct. you're even allowed into the water. Yeah. Is it the same here or is it kind of half and um, half
2: Well I think first of all safety is paramount for this mm. sport and like diving would be the same but um, like our safety boats the red boats you saw there have to be have to be crewed properly and on the water before any sailing boats go on mm-hmm. the water. Um and then like for people that are beginners, we'd have coaching sessions for those on a on a Thursday evening. Uh, and that continues during the summer. Okay. And that that's very helpful. So there's there's lots of information given to people as they progress. And yeah. if they're having difficulty with it they you know, there will be a conversation about that and they'll try something to try it again next time they work. So yeah. We don't force anybody to go beyond their ability. We, we're very careful about that, but it's it's in a in a friendly sort of a yeah. coaching environment, so they're they're happy and we are not and we're, afraid we're al- or fear of it.
5: Sorry, we're also we're also an accredited ISA training centre. Okay. So um, so where we would run summer camps for kids mm-hmm. during the summer, and that can be related then into adult coaching. And only recently, two of our guys, uh, we have now two powerboat instructors that can actually issue certs and so on. Uh, okay, so it's it's yeah. it's fully accredited every year yeah. by the, it, the Sailing Ireland now. It's, it's not the Irish Sailing Association anymore. It's now Sailing Ireland or Irish Sailing. Sorry, Irish Sailing. Um, and that's, that centre uh, is based here. So we have a centre principal. And there's a whole, a whole as in scuba diving, there's all mm-hmm. different sort of levels yeah. uh, and training schedules that... Um, people can go through if they mm. want to. And
1: are there sorry, are there collaborations with other type of sports as well? So, like, would you have rowing clubs come here or do they have a separate club themselves?
2: No,
5: not, no, not at the moment. Yeah. Really, no,
2: we're, 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 we're open to doing collaborative stuff, yeah. provided it's feasible. Like, rowing really yeah, doesn't sit well because we, we need windy days where the rowers don't... Don't need the, the wind windy days, enough. yeah, yeah. But I was going to say about the, the coaching and the, mm. and the certified training... Um, our juniors of a few years back have now built their expertise in sailing and have done their instructor courses and are now teaching our new beginners, mm. our new young people. Nice. So that you know the circle has, has been squared if you like. Yeah. That they're now instructors, sailing instructors teaching our new that kind of it. succession is continuing yes, on yes. yeah so that's, that's brilliant that's very, that's very important for this club for any club I suppose is to have a succession yeah. situation like that where the, uh, nice. the members become at, teachers I'm
3: just looking at the pennants here that are flying I'm wondering what's the significance of those are those visiting people that have visited they're, all, are they?
2: they're international code flags code oh. signals so yes. they, they all mean something like you know um, the one with the white, you see a white with a blue yes. and a notch in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. That means that I have a diver down. So if, if somebody's diving, that flag should be flying on the boat. That's port oh, flag wow. A. Oh, wow. Okay, that, So if you're diving, uh, Jennifer, you yeah. should, should have a port flag on your boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I'm so sure flag, I haven't gone out in the
1: boats yet, so <laughs> I, I will
2: make sure. Uh, they, no, they all have, uh, uh, they have, a, they have a signal. So yeah. you know, it, There's one there, see, it's with a uh, red and white Yes. numbers down, that means yeah. that the race is postponed. And that goes up. Ah, so we get a, a, sound, a sound signal and the flag is put up yeah. and that people see the flag and say, oh, the race has been postponed. So they all have, one, all have their own meanings.
1: And just for our listeners, we're actually looking at a very uh, long line of flags. So each one has a different uh, symbol to it and a different meaning and different use. Point. Yeah. And in terms of then, are, do you ever do any kind of sailing outside of Ireland They're as a um, club? As a club.
5: Yeah. Uh, yes. Individuals, yeah. Yeah, we, we do. Club yeah, club individually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So s- some of the lads here today uh, would be sailing boats like these, which were which would we'd call them adventure sailing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So they wouldn't race those boats. These these two boats here, the 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 Maclear and Arabelle, they're going to an international French uh, Maritime in festival Brittany. in Brittany yeah. okay. uh, in two or three Maybe. Maybe. in two two or a couple of weeks time. Yeah,
1: yeah. And are they sailed over?
5: No, they'll, they're yeah. not. They'll tow them over. They will tow, oh, tow, okay. tow them over and sail them there. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so we this, do. Yeah. I was yeah. just thinking
1: that they were quite small. I was like, where would anybody no, stay? No,
2: no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they're just what, for day uh, sessions. See, yeah. That's that's uh, a a grand Okay. They'll meet up with a whole whole class fleet of them. Yeah. it's like motorbike clubs and yeah, yeah, up a bunch yeah, of yeah, yeah. Yeah. so that's the, that's the, the kind of Fabulous. S- system there you know so. nice
1: and yeah. so when so you were saying that the competitions are every Tuesday are there any other kind of big competitions against other clubs that would happen throughout no, the year
2: there would be regattas okay. uh, mostly in the summer up to, the, up to maybe October but um, we'd invite a whole class of say Oris yeah. boats and they'd all come here for a weekend nice. we have six or eight races six races probably over, over the weekend over two days and yeah. when yeah.
6: is
1: that when is your first one now that the, the new it's
2: facilities are here it's 22nd of July 22nd and 23rd of July it's breakfast. a fireball class it's a okay. fireball class yeah. there'll be a bunch of those coming here for the brilliant weekend. and we uh, were here last year when we were kind of just barely functional and They love the place, yeah, and they want to camp in the field, in the oh, field up no. inside it's, the road. They want to yeah. camp there with our camper vans this yeah. summer, so they're really thrilled to be back here this year.
1: But I'd say they will absolutely like enjoy the facilities that you now have and, and the difference it. it'll make, and you know, know the sense know. of pride that you must have now actually yeah. having these ready and the wider
3: uh, implications for the whole community yeah, because these people are visiting so they're going to be hopefully going into town spending a bit of money yeah and, you
2: know,
1: well look it's starting to rain down again oh, so okay. thank you very much for your time congratulations and we look forward to coming and uh, taking part lovely thank
5: you so much
2: okay. Yeah. thanks
1: for coming I'm- So I'm here with John Toomey, former Paralympian, and he's visiting in from Kinsale and Guest of Honour here at the Killaloo Sailing Club launch day. So John, thank you very much for giving me your time. Can you just tell us a little bit about your experience today?
7: It's fabulous, you know, I was just here for as president of Irish Sailing for the cutting of the ribbon and the opening of the club and we're delighted in our sailing that you've got good community clubs coming through, you know, doing developments, providing community sailing facilities around the country and I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, getting the lakes around Ireland used, you know. Yes, yes. This, this, you're lucky in Lachderg here that, you know, you've got a number of clubs around the lakes but there's a lot of lakes in ireland where there's no activity no water activity you know and, you know so it's it's something that I like to see happening, and I encourage to happen. Nice.
1: And then, in terms of your own background, how long have you yourself been sailing?
7: I, I've been sailing since I ended up in a wheelchair. Right. <laughs> I, okay. t- I, I didn't sail before I ended up in a wheelchair, so okay. I took it up afterwards. You Brilliant, know.
1: Okay. And how did you actually find the experience of doing
7: that? I loved it You know, yeah. I, I took to it straight away, and I like I'm a sports injury, so yeah, which is another competitive sport to get back into because yes, yeah. I was a. a Bikeless, so I wasn't getting back up on the bike again yeah, you know yeah, yeah, okay
1: you and know, then in terms into... of as the president of Irish sailing so it's gone through its own changes itself like name change everything how do you feel sailing is developing in Ireland over the years?
7: Well, sailing is developing well you know and, yeah. and like it's we've gotten away from that old elitist tag that I had and we're much more into community sailing inclusion women being involved in sailing you know this they're all the driving areas that we have you know
1: yeah and what do you see as the future now for sailing especially with a club like this in Well,
7: I, I think there's a fabulous future here like a fabulous facility yeah you got you know one thing about sailing all you need is water to sail on, yeah. you know
1: and wind
7: and and wind yeah. which we get plenty of in this country you know and have done for the last few months I'll tell you down no yeah. can sail. to us Honking for the last. It was just Atlantic storm after Atlantic storm coming in. But no, it's it's. We're trying to drive sailing through the communities, you know. And you know this thing like where you had four or five just big clubs. Yeah. You know, based in Dublin and Cork, that we're sailing with on It belongs to everybody, and it can be done everywhere. Like, yeah, and we, and it, it's like w- the water is free. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get out there and do it. You know, and but I, I think it's so important to drive it through the communities. And you know, we're we're so anxious to get, you know, more women involved in sailing, more inclusion. You know, we've just developed a. An, you know an aid for autistic sailors you know and stuff like that so it's driving it right down through all the those areas you know yes.
1: and in terms of even reaching people that may never know how to sail, like how do you actually kind of connect more people to sailing
7: well you see we we have training centers all over the country that are run commercially and then you have the community training centers like here mm-hmm. where the club runs the training centers yes. and and we provide the structure and the format for the training, you know. Yeah. Like we, we do the guard of vetting for them, you know. We, we do a lot of the, the, the backup behind that. Yeah. And then we inspect the centres as well to make sure they're running to the right standard, you know. Okay, okay, That's You great. know, so there's a lot of support out there yeah. for, for this, you know. But I'm a fierce fan of community sailing, you know, get it out into the communities. Like this is pure community based here, you know. Yeah. It belongs to the people, it's owned by the people you know but yet it's providing a marvellous facility from the the small kids right up to like you can see the the age spectrum here like goes some from 8 to 80 you know Mm -hmm. and beyond yeah for sure
1: and can i ask obviously in terms of like your own disability how disability friendly now are these kind of
7: premises listen it's magic yeah perfect yeah ramp up into the top of the clubhouse a nice patch through all the gravel concrete path you know wheelchair parking space near the clubhouse like this is this is the perfect model of you know inclusion and accessibility. Brilliant!
1: Know? And so, when are you going to be back next for your next sale?
7: I don't know. I hopefully I'll be coming up here during the summer because what the the chairman of the development committee here is on the board of our sailing with me, okay. Sue cannon. So I'll get me back down here again. Don't worry.
1: That's great. Well, look, we look forward to seeing you back here again. Thank you so much for your time.
7: And thank you for
1: more than happy.
0: The Clare senior team had a wonderful win over Neighbours and All-Ireland Champions Limerick in Park na last weekend. After the game our colleague from Clare TV, Nicholas Ryn, chatted to East Clare men Adam Hogan and Mark Rodgers.
6: Adam Hogan was here in this stadium in, in Limerick only just uh, it only seems uh, just less than a year ago he was picking up a Hattie Cup middle here and, uh, and now he's here playing with the senior hurlers he has grown into the position in corner back, and he had a great game, fantastic game. That ball he won, brought it up along the wing, and gave it to Tony Kelly was a superb bit of work, and he uh, he covered back, he did everything really well uh, for 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 a young fella in his second championship game. Uh, superb work, and it's great to see the uh, the young men from Feteal doing so well. And here is what Adam had to say.
8: Adam Hogan, congratulations, a fantastic game here. Uh, 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 against Limerick here, we beating the All Ireland champions in their, in their own field. Uh, fantastic display from yourself. Yeah, it's kind of even now for us. Really here and see seniors and been here. They kind of had a monkey on our back like we couldn't really beat Limerick three times last year.
6: Just couldn't get over them.
8: Beat him here. Oh, so. yeah. it's, it's, it's unreal. After after last weekend, you we put up a great spell last weekend, yeah. but the mistakes just cost you. So you had to get something here. Ah, I need to. We knew where. Um... I mean, other tip johns the mistakes are, everyone makes mistakes just to a crucial time as we do we and a bit better we were going to get the results yeah coming down the home straight you had to defend really well and you did and then the boys up the front oh, and, and yeah. the lads come off Shan the bench on. Yeah. A did the lads of Rogers and the lads did their work up there me and uh, Shan, they know their finishers and they came on and they did their job. Well,
6: well, 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 said, well, yeah, you did
0: a lot of
8: covering there, there in the second half. You sprint out to the right corner there, what time for a dangerous spot? So, what bothered you? Uh, I know uh, <laughs> you're in a side full back line the space, they're like in deflection, so it gives you boys Rory Connor what a job they did. Give them yeah. a small bit of deflection. Some space in there, they did excellent, excellent. You know, it seems like yesterday I was here talking to you about a Hearty Cup final uh, win, <laughs> and, and you're here now playing season. The the favourite Your favourite oh, Your yeah, yeah. favourite yeah. nice. oh, It's a club One memory. just it but it's a Yeah, it it'll, it'll be easy to drive up by the side of there yeah. on the way back but, to Peaky uh, tonight. Going back to college easier now. you Adam Hogan, fantastic game. Well done, thanks very much.
6: So Adam Hogan absolutely, absolutely loves the carry Grounds. And would you blame him? He's two of his biggest games of his life, he's played there and won. So great stuff from Adam Hogan. Uh, Mark Rogers, uh man getting his second foot start in Championship Hurling. men man we've all uh, been looking forward to seeing him in Championship Hurling. By God, he hasn't let us down. He scored two wonderful points from play. Uh, he was involved in a lot of the play. But his sideline cut was uh, under the stand in front of the Front of a huge crowd, uh, 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 was just uh, something sublime. You know, the way he he just coolly scattered it over, fantastic line ball. But uh, Mark Rogers, a, just a young player like he's he's he he's just can he he's just a brilliant player and. Uh, Great to hear what he had to say after the game as well.
8: Matt Rogers, congratulations. Great win over the All Ireland Champions here in Limick the in their own neck yard. Congratulations, you scored three points. Your sideline there was something else. How does it feel to win this big championship game? Uh, well, we knew we were up against it. Uh, we were met by Tim the last set uh, We knew it's come here. We we're looking for results. Uh, we got it. We focused on the performance. and uh, that performance is what we were looking for yeah. And we know that when we play well, we're as good as any team So You're back to sort of the wall, kind of coming down here Redemption after, after you know, what happened against Tipperary The game that you played really well, but the mistakes But you really uh, redeemed look, yourself today We have a brilliant group of players, brilliant group of management And uh, there was never any negativity that creeped into the camp It was all positive. Yes. But we kept going And uh, look, yeah. we're, we're not done yet, and In two weeks' time Yeah, well, there's a lot to be for, yes Great, great work off the bench there, especially for Senna there. Come off the bench there, score there. Yeah, look, our players in the bench are as good as the lads on the pitch. Super yeah. lads, train as hard as anyone that plays. And uh, he even not the fellow the commitment to train the second's none. And I suppose nice like this and results like that are testament to that training. Yeah, I'm going to love to drive home. Thanks. I'm in the back. Thanks very much.
0: Thanks. You have been listening to News Extra on Scariff Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scariff Bay Community Radio.